Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford Issues continues, and today we're talking with Amanda Oliver with the Beasley Animal Foundation. And, uh, gosh, we've got uh, a lot to talk about here today. And, um, Amanda, I I know um, uh, during this COVID thing, a lot of people um, have have decided to add fur babies to their household. We did. added another. I can't believe I did that. (laughs) I think that's so exciting, quite frankly. Yeah. So, but uh, a, a new member of the family there, and I can tell you that um, it, it for me, it, it is has, it's awakening to see um, the care that has to be involved with them when you bring on a, a new little puppy. So, just know that it's a big responsibility, isn't it? It's a huge responsibility, and and you know, and I think it's wonderful that our animals have been support so supportive of us. But, uh, you know, think about when you might be going back to work, but then who knows whether you ever will or not, whether you'll be working from home all the time. So it's just but yes, they're huge responsibility and uh, they give us so much love. Um, And of course, as you well know, that I'm just such an advocate for all of our animals. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing, though. You, You have a long day, a hard day. You know, everything is a challenge now with with COVID, even, you know, work and job and family and putting it all together. But, you know, you got that little uh, puppy or, you know, dog or cat that um, that loves you no matter what. So absolutely. And, and it doesn't matter uh, what clothes you wear, what yeah. house you live in, what car you drive. It's they're just there for you, which mm-hmm. is, you know, maybe more humans might look take some lessons do you think good good yeah yeah that's an interesting thought but uh you know the for so many people they're important and that's why we love to talk with you at the beasley animal foundation and uh, a great organization that helps uh here in our community with lots of things and um at beasley one of the programs that that you have that i think is is great for those um maybe in the homeless community who um, have a pet and you know they many times will give part of their meal to their pet if they don't have pet food you, you know you give pet food out uh, to help there uh, some elderly and shut in and and I, I kind of wanted to lead in with how important that is and those relationships with your pets to kind of help us understand that these are maybe some of the only friends or or love that people get back and forth and so you do a great job of helping with that but you need some help with dog and and cat food right absolutely uh people have been extremely lovely and donating and organizations have and whatnot but during the pandemic we've gotten really rather low uh and actually when i left this morning to come over here uh one of our staff was bagging food because we have another outreach in oh beginning of december and so you know if you're at the grocery store and can don't mind picking up a bag of cat or dog food and just dropping them off at the clinic it would really help uh, so many of our families and and the and beasley um and you know our fur babies and it's it's just um it's the need is growing more and more every day 
Yeah, and with the supplies being lower, um, I mean, it's as you go and you buy a bag of, of dog food. If if you could, uh, when you're buying for your household, if you throw another bag in there, that could help and go a long way. If everybody did that, absolutely, absolutely. It's it's just, um, I think the last delivery I made, the person that whom I deliver it to said that the um, need for cat and dog food has increased so much and how appreciative all the people are who receive some uh, some of this food and we're not being able to give out as much as we would like to um, but hopefully a little bit is better than nothing sure absolutely so kind of let us know i mean you know if you've got like a partial bag there we're not talking that we need that that's sealed and 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 all that kind of the new bags it it needs it needs to be sealed and in date um because we just we want to be as safe as we possibly can in passing out to our other canine and feline friends yeah and is is the dry food more preferred uh or or does it matter it it does not matter we we do get uh quite a bit of dry food and but i mean if it's wet food that's all right too if it's tinned we can pass that out and it's greatly appreciated okay very good and uh where would uh we just drop off those donations just drop them off pull up and uh staff can come out and get them from your car okay and just remind us where we would drop that off 2215 keeneland commercial boulevard all right and i know because that that's one of those that i think okay I know, I've heard it uh, a million times, Keeneland Commercial Boulevard. Where is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a street that's shorter than its name is what it is. Yeah, isn't that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's uh, off of uh, South Rutherford, kind of across from the Public Shopping Center, if any, that's about the mar- best marker I know. It, it, it's close to the intersection with Manchester Highway in it Rutherford. Is. You yes, know, it right is. Right there. It's right behind, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Very good. Uh, Amanda Oliver with Beasley Animal Foundation uh, here with us. And if you can help with those donations, that would be great. Um, you know, if, if everybody listening just added an extra bag of uh, dog or cat food, I think we'd take we'd take care of a lot there. It so. certainly would. And mm-hmm. greatly appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. Well, we are coming upon here some uh, wintertime cold weather. And, you know, I, I have shared on the on the air on the morning show and I shared a picture with you of of our new uh, puppy, and she's about three. Well, yesterday she was three point eight pounds. Wow! <laughs> so, uh, but cold mornings, man, it's it's really quick, and she is shivering up a storm, you know. And so, you know, the the weather does affect our animals. Absolutely, and if you're cold, they're going to be cold. Um, it's you know, even though their body temperature is a bit higher than ours, but if you have outside animals, then have a space that they can get in and get warm uh, a lot of uh, people have uh, you can use straw or hay as bedding because that will insulate the animals it needs to be dry um, one of the things that I have used in the past is um, an insulated uh, styrofoam box and cut a hole in it and then put bedding in there 
um, and have put it in a in my barn so that the uh, cats that I you know that just happened to find my barn mm-hmm. you know, most of them feral I can't get near them but they need to be fed and they need to be warm and so this is a really good way to uh, give them a tremendous insulation and it's um, so you cut a hole in the front of that styrofoam so they can crawl in. They can crawl in. Ah, okay. Yes. Now, if you by chance leave it outside, make sure there's weight. It's weighted so mm-hmm. the wind doesn't blow it away, um, and that it's on that it's not right on the ground because they need to be able to their body heat to warm gotcha. them up. Now, do you turn that upside down where the opening at the top is on the ground, or I guess those have a top to them too. They they have a top, and yeah. so I usually kind of seal the top. You know, put tape on that so it doesn't blow off. Uh, in a building, I mean, you could just have it open and they can curl up in and and stay nice and warm. Yeah, that's a great idea. I didn't think about that. And it, it, it has worked very well. Um, a lot of feral cat colonies, uh, people who look after them, uh, have used this. And, uh, you know, you also have to be, you know, if, if for your own pets if you take them out for uh, walks or something make sure that that you wipe off their feet before they come in because if there's if it's been snowing and they're um, snow melting chemicals out it can really hurt their paws so they need to be wiped off and washed off Um, and you know if you're cold your pets are probably pretty cold also yeah yeah i can uh, imagine that so uh and the deeper we get into winter time well i want to make another point before i go to that when we um when we talk about inside animals versus outside animals a lot of people think well we don't have to worry that much with those that are inside but when you go from a nice warm home inside to let them out take them out i mean they're going to have to brave the elements so to say and you know they go you mentioned snow they go out in the bare with bare feet i'm sure that that's can be really cold on their feet oh absolutely and you know like we put on coats and go out and most of uh well most of the animals i know probably don't have coats put on them but you need to be very conscious of not letting them stay out too long because the temperature change can be um detrimental to their health quite mm-hmm. frankly you know they can catch colds and pneumonia and things like this that like upper respiratory infections that we can catch also yeah inside cats really kind of have it made don't they I, yes you know <laughs> they rule the roost they just kind of lay around and get waited on mm-hmm. yep yep and uh don't have to brave the outside and and uh and things like that uh <laughs> on the really really cold morning uh, trying to take the puppy outside, open the door, and she kind of put the brakes on. I, she wasn't going outside. So, you know, th- th- that just kind of made me realize m- more than ever, I guess, that uh, dogs are affected by what's the, the cold temperatures outside. So. Exactly. And and I'm very fortunate uh, that all three of my dogs could care less, whether it's raining, whether it's snowing, yeah. whether it's whatever. They're bird dogs. They roll out of the door and romp around and say hey and then they come back in all muddy and wet and have to be dried off but that's okay yeah i signed up for that that's right that's right you got to know what you sign up for right? exactly amanda oliver with the beasley animal foundation joining us uh winter care tips here for your dogs and cats 
one point that I wanted to make about the outside animals is when we get to really, really cold weather and, and freezing weather, um, got to make sure that water bowl stays um, free from ice. Absolutely. And uh, one of the things that maybe so many of us don't really think about is that the animals can dehydrate in winter just the same as they can in the summer so they need to have fresh water for them every single day and if it gets that cold you know if you could bring your outside animal into your laundry room to kind of get through the really bad days or something like that it would be helpful or even if you've got an outside shed or where you keep the lawnmower or something like that just a place where they could get in on keep keep the the cold wind off of them I out guess. of the wind and and keep them dry yeah. and and really um things in a nutshell is shelter dry and warm give them proper food fresh water um remove all poisons from their reach mm. and if you see an animal that's being abused left out in this cold and inclement weather you know call somebody who can help um, take care of the animal. Um, call you, report it to your local authorities. Um, they add so much to our lives, and they deserve the res- respect and kindness. Very good, uh, Amanda. In the uh, Beasley Animal Foundation during this holiday period, uh, the clinic especially. I'm sure that if you need the services at the clinic and and amid COVID as well, the best thing to do is call for an appointment. Yeah, and what we are still doing a curbside service. Um, surgeries are still. Um, prepaid and we have the wellness services you have to make appointments for but for your vaccinations and um, this type of service you can drive in and just get in line and the staff tries to um, accommodate you to the best of their ability we are looking for shelter uh, so when the weather gets worse we have ordered a a carport Mm -hmm. so that people can drive through uh, and our staff can stay dry. Um, so hopefully that will be up sooner than later. Um, but, you know, with the COVID and everybody thinking the same thing, um, we don't know as of yet. Right. Yeah. Um, but you all are doing a, a great job to continue the uh, the services. And uh, if you want to find out more about the Beasley Animal Foundation and the Beasley Animal Clinic, you can uh, do a Google search, B-E-E-S-L-E-Y. Correct. Very good. Amanda, thank you so much. I appreciate you joining us today. Thank you so much. Amanda Oliver joining us here from the Beasley Animal Foundation on News Radio WGNS.